Hello everyone. Oh my goodness. It has been a hot minute. <laughs> I, like, I don't even know where to start. Um, <laughs> I've said that I'm going to do an introduction to this podcast and like usual I have done so much research and so many notes because it brings me so much joy as I know that, you know, in the process of helping myself and discovering these things that I'm helping you and that hopefully you can relate to some things. Um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, it, it has been a while and I think, um, it's hard to explain, but, you know, I said that I wanted to have a regular uploading schedule, um, but I'll just be open and honest with you. As much as I would have loved to stick to my uploading schedule, the past two months, I'd say, have been super challenging and you know, by no means am I saying that as an excuse. It's just that I have not been in the right mind frame to deliver and prepare quality content um, for you guys as well as myself. I just, you know, there's no point in <laughs> saying that I'm some perfect human and a perfect individual and I don't have my down days. The past two months have been just so just down months and I hate to admit that, but they have been and it, I'm sounding like I'm making it quite lighthearted, but like, it was difficult, really difficult. And the fact that I have finally come out the other side is so just like relieving. You know, I, I did that breath because I just feel like this huge chest has chest this huge weight has finally been lifted off my chest and that's due to so many things and obviously I don't want to dive too much into it but you know it's 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 good to keep some of your own things personal but I have learned so much in the past two months and I was actually saying to a friend this morning that I must say the past six months, but in particular the, the, the last two months, have probably been the most challenging emotionally of my life. And like that seems so far-fetched, but it's so true. And basically I guess I'm sharing this with you because I want you to know that it happens to other people and that you have to... Learn to forgive yourself for going through those tough times and maybe forgive yourself for how you may have reacted because that's 
how you thought you needed to handle the situations. And look, you, you may look back and say, I could have done things better. Yeah, you could have, but you didn't. And you just have to forgive yourself. There's no point in holding yourself hostage or making yourself feel terrible for how you, you, you dealt with things. Because dealing with things emotionally can be messy. You know, as much as we'd like to deal with things logically most of the time, it's not reality. And unless you're some robot, you can deal with things logically all the time. Or if you're some super qualified spiritual leader who's able to conquer any form of emotion before it enters the thought of mind, um, then it happens. You deal with things emotionally and emotions manifest into different ways depending on so many different aspects. But I guess, um, you know, to, to just... I like doing a backstory in these podcasts, but I suppose I came back from England um, early February and I was feeling <laughs> I was feeling hopeful and motivated, which is genuinely gen generally me uh, in a nutshell. I'm generally quite positive and 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 hopeful. Um, but I just, <laughs> I quickly got a job coming back into Australia because I honestly thought that I'd only be here for like maximum two months and then I'd be back nursing in the UK. Um, but that did not happen, uh, because of, you know, the unfortunate events of the world. Um, I won't say the name but we all know what I'm talking about because there's so much stuff happening in the world that's put a halt on everyone's lives. Um, so, you know, I ended up staying in Perth for longer. And as much as that has positives, you know, spending more time with my family and friends, it was hard because it put, it put my personal goals on, some personal goals, mainly career goals, on, on hold um, because I had this this idea or this this vision of the path that I was going to take um, and it ended up that I would have to stay here and stay put and work in the same job that a job that wasn't serving me at all um, a job that didn't bring me joy a job that didn't fulfill me emotionally, a job that exhausted me, a job that made me resent my day, a job that, you know, made me not look forward to day-to-day <laughs> -to -day things. Um, and I know that sounds like a complete downer, but... I'm a strong advocate of being in a job that brings you fulfillment and adds value to your life. And that's why I'm sharing how I was feeling as much as I tried to fight the 
negative feelings and just push it away and be like, no, 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 like you're a positive person. What are you doing? I just had to own up to it. I had to own to the fact that I was fucking miserable in that job. I didn't have time for myself. I had the worst work-life balance. I would understand if I completely loved my job, then I'd be fine with having, you know, maybe a more work than a life. But I hated my job, so why would I, you know... And, you know, I copped it for six months, but it was just... It was really hard because... I'm a very sensitive soul <laughs> and emotionally if I'm not feeling valued or if I'm not valuing myself or getting value from my day-to-day life, I respond very emotionally and that is quite drastic because I am a sufferer of um, depression and anxiety Um, and I do actually, I've never opened up about this, but I do have ADHD. So this means that I struggle immensely to channel how I'm feeling. Um, and you know, it's, it's hard for me to kind of be, you know, some people manage to be in the middle of feeling low or feeling really happy. Some people manage to kind of like sit in the middle. I can't. Um, well, I, I can, but I, I struggle immensely. Like I'm either very high or very low um, because I am very sensitive to different stimuli around me um, and I take on the energies of the whole environment around me. I notice everything. I get exhausted. And, you know, sometimes that means that I go at a thousand miles an hour, but then I also don't go anywhere. You know, it's like I'm either kicking life's ass and I'm kicking my goals and I'm doing all the things that I want to do, you know, career-wise, training-wise, creatively, spiritually, mentally, everything or I just completely, like, all of the emotions just get to a halt. I become exhausted. I become overloaded, overstimulated, and I just crash. And I then spend a week, and I'm not even kidding, not even being able to get out of bed. Like, it's the biggest struggle sometimes because I, in that stage, obviously, emotions take their toll, and I feel that I'm, I get really anxious, and I don't... I don't even want to face the world. I don't want to get out of bed because I'm anxious about how I look. I'm anxious about how people think about me. I'm anxious about the way that I feel about myself. I don't, uh, I'm just not kind to myself because I don't, I genuinely just don't have the energy to to be kind to myself. And, And that's sad. And that's why it's so important for me to have a healthy routine and to um, look after myself and to learn to love myself, flaws and all, and to create boundaries. I am susceptible to, you know, taking on negativity in different forms 
and I'm susceptible to trying to avoid uncomfortable uh, emotions because I just, I struggle to deal with them. And, you know, it's a working progress. I'm constantly trying to face them and to learn coping mechanisms and all that. But it all comes down to the fact that I need boundaries in every sense of my life, whether that's health, whether that's financially, whether that's my energy, my work, my friendships, you name it, I'll talk about it. But that's what brings me to this podcast is boundaries. And it is so important to set boundaries, Um, personal boundaries, because for an example, I'm just giving you an example of me. If I don't have boundaries, I then am not managing my mind and my emotions and I'm setting myself up for failure, basically. I'm 100% setting myself up for failure. If I don't set boundaries and I let people take my energy, I know that that's taking energy away from my self-love. That's taking energy away from me being able to do the things that make me happy. That's taking the energy away from me being able to go for a run, for me to eat healthy, for me to thrive, for me to go and see my friends. When I get in a down period, I don't want to do any of those things. And it's like my energy is sacred. And that's why boundaries are so important to me. And I still struggle to make boundaries because I'm so used to bloody people pleasing and being seen as nice and being seen as kind. Whereas like niceness requires so much suppression of yourself. You know what I mean? Like it could... You know, you could want and desire to do something completely different or you could know within yourself that, hey, I'm going to say no to hanging out with my friends on this weeknight because I know how important a routine is for me to thrive. And I then will say yes, because I feel bad for letting them down. But in turn, that means that I'm not going to train in the morning and I'm going to set myself up for an unhappy day, which then spirals. And I don't want that. I want self-loving boundaries. And basically, as you can tell, I'm so passionate about this. It's like because I've had to realize that I have been lacking boundaries. And that is why I got into such a state in the last few months. Because I was letting people abuse me for my time and my energy, whether that was through work or friends or family or myself (laughs) you know sometimes you have to have boundaries with yourself and that's why I really wanted to do this this podcast and this this particular um title I I recorded I started recording this podcast probably about like two weeks ago and I listened back to it and I just sounded so emotionless and it, it, it sounded like this was a chore for me and that's not why I started this podcast. Like I never wanted it to be a chore. Um, I would started it because I was passionate about it and I am so passionate about it. And I was like, Francis, you cannot upload that. You just can't, you know, you sound, you know, as I said before, you sound like a robot. I was so numb. I was just, 
it was, yeah, as I said, a chore. I was trying to tick off something on a list and that's not what I want at all. I want to be present for you guys and I've truly come to a spot now where I can be present for myself and for you and it's come from a lot of you know, having a lot of difficult conversations and uncomfortable conversations. It's come from making uncomfortable decisions. It's come from taking leaps and bounds to decide where I want my future to go. It's come from saying no to people that I love, but still saying no to them because I respect myself and I respect my time and my energy and you know, saying no to people and setting boundaries does not mean that you love them any less. It just means that you're making a point that you respect yourself and that they should respect you for that. You know, I've always had, you know, a problem with people, you know, if I set say something or set my boundaries and say, hey, I actually can't drink until 3 a.m. in the morning because I want to go training in the morning because I love myself. And if they're like, oh, fuck that. I'm like, well, you don't deserve to be in my life. So sorry. And I'll push them right away. And that's just how I am obviously not just like that you know but it's a bit more complex than that but that's the gist of it you know what I mean but yeah um I I hope even just me speaking my introduction has given some insight into why I want to do this podcast and I'm finally doing it because I'm in a good place and I feel excited for my future and I now know how important having foundation and having boundaries is and a routine is is just it's non-negotiable for me now um, and I'm I'm learning and I want you to as well you know I'm, I'm learning to stand up for myself and I'm learning to respect myself and I think with boundaries, with lack of boundaries and people pleasing comes so many things, uh, you're just disrespecting yourself. Um, and I want to shine some light on that, but I want to shine on how you can notice if you have a lack of boundaries and how you can stand up for yourself and be bold and how different, um, how many different boundaries you need to make and, and all of those things. I'll go into more detail, but I just am so glad to be back talking with you guys. And I hope that you gain something from this. Um, and just know that, you know, I had, I didn't have any love for myself, so I couldn't really give love to you guys, but I can now. And I'm just letting you know that I'm extending so much love to you. And I, I hope that you I feel it and that you understand that all that love that I didn't have for a while has come back and I'm, you know, I'm sending it to you, but I'm also sending it to myself. And that's, you know, what's important is you give love to yourself before you can give love to others. So in saying that, let's dive into this episode all about personal boundaries. And I'm so excited. It's going to be so juicy. major thing that I wanted to add to this podcast um, and my previous podcast and all of my future podcasts is I just want to put a disclaimer out there. 
I just want to say that, <clears throat> yes, I may be a registered nurse, but please don't take my advice in a professional manner. If you have health issues or whatever, please consult a professional. Don't just rely on my input. So I'm just putting it out there that this is my personal research and my personal thoughts and I'm not claiming to be a professional that can help you in every single area of your life please consult the correct professional for certain things in your life and I just wanted to put that out there so I suppose the academic thing to do is to start off with a definition I feel like I'm back in year 12 doing an English essay or something topic sentence Let's not get into that. Let's not bring back bad memories. But (laughs) I just want you to understand. So personal boundaries are the limits and rules we set for ourselves within relationships. And that relationship could be with yourself. So a person with healthy boundaries can say no to others when they want to, but they are comfortable opening up themselves to intimacy and close relationships as well. So they're not afraid to speak their mind. They're not afraid of what, how the other person can take it. They're so in line with their respect for themselves and their values. There's different types of boundaries. You know, you could have, there's a spectrum. You could have, you want, ideally you want to have healthy boundaries. But of course, there's also people that try set boundaries and it becomes rigid or porous. So I guess you can understand, you know, you can get rigid boundaries, which just means that, you're almost, you avoid, you avoid close relationships. You don't ask for help. You're protective of any form of your own information. You seem detached and you basically just keep away from others because you're scared of rejection. And that's almost a boundary made out of fear. And that's not what you want. And then of course you have the poorest boundaries, which is like, you know, the ones that kind of like slip through a bit. They're not, they're not, they're not strong. They're not weak, but they're, so basically with porous boundaries, it's like you basically overshare your personal information because you feel that you need to justify what you're going through. You know, like how many times have you been told, well, now I'm telling you now is like, if you, if, if you personally don't want to show up to something, you don't have to give a reason. You know, you don't have to justify yourself, but generally porous boundaries, someone with porous boundaries just wants to overshare because they're like, no, they must know that this is the way I'm feeling. And this is why I'm saying no, they don't need to know. They just need to respect that you're saying no. With porous boundaries, obviously, then it comes with the difficulty in saying no. And very often you almost get over-involved with others' problems because you basically want them to know that (laughs) you're there for them to make yourself feel better. You're very dependent on the opinions of others. Basically, you don't. You're 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 basically afraid to have your own opinion because you're scared that you'll be held against. That will be held against you. With porous boundaries, you're very accepting of abuse and disrespect, and you you fear rejection if you don't fit in. And then, of course, you have 
the healthy boundaries. And this is what we want. And this is what I'm trying to bring light to you. But the healthy boundaries bring you, um, you know, you value your own opinions and you have opinions, but you also don't, you don't become defensive with them. You don't compromise your own personal values for other people. You are able to share personal information in an appropriate way. So you don't overshare, but you also don't undershare. You, you, you portray the right amount. You also know your personal wants and needs and you can communicate them when you feel you need to. And also a big thing is accepting when others say no to you. So, you know, me talking about respecting, wanting other people to respect you when you say no, it goes both ways. You need to respect other people when they say no to you and you need to not take it personally because God damn, like that is going to cause some issues later on in the line. But you know, most people have a mix of those different boundaries, like certain things they could have healthy boundaries at, let's say maybe at work, they have healthy boundaries, but then they have porous boundaries when it becomes to romantic relationships and then they could but honestly they could have a mix of all three types with different people in their family Um, it depends from person to person and only you will be able to pinpoint what type of boundaries you have but basically you need to work towards having healthy boundaries in every aspect of your life Um, so hopefully I can help you go towards that obviously it's a continuous journey you're always going to be faced with different situations and scenarios and you're always going to have to reflect back on how you acted and just you know learn there's no one destination you're just going to learn as it goes on so personal boundaries can be made in but are not limited to um, time and energy personal space sex and sexuality emotions thoughts and conversations ethics, religion, possessions, professional boundaries at work, um, relationships. Yeah, that's or intellectual um, boundaries, I suppose, that can come under thoughts as well. So we want healthy boundaries in all of those sections. Of course, you know, you can add more personal boundaries to certain things like, let's say, financial boundaries that's something that I didn't um didn't didn't set didn't say sorry but they you know setting the boundaries and having those healthy boundaries is an important part of establishing one's identity and it's a crucial aspect of mental health and and well-being and very often you know in saying that when I say establishing one's identity it's you have to know who you are and what you want in order to set a boundary and having boundaries just makes that establishment of your own identity so much stronger. I thought maybe to help you grasp the topic I would maybe share some of my self-love boundaries that I have penciled in Obviously don't, you know, some of my boundaries might not align with your values and what you want. So make your own, put in that time to sit down and write, you know, what you truly want and what boundaries you truly need. 
but I guess I'll share some with you. Boundaries with work is that I said work must bring me joy, but also I must work hard. Energy, I set boundaries to not let people dictate my thoughts. I don't let people suck my energy out. I don't want to be involved in drama and very much I want to remove myself from damaging situations. For my mind, that's a big one for me, but it's um, setting boundaries to get rid of negative social media accounts when I need to because I get stuck in that comparing trap with other people and I think I need to be somewhere else in life or I need to look differently or I need to have taken some different path that's where I'm just like get rid of it like I actually at the moment I'm on a social media cleanse so to speak but I was just feeling really down and comparing myself and I haven't been on for a few days and I'm feeling a lot better because yeah Very often I I put myself down because I feel like I'm not where I'm supposed to be because this person is doing that or that person is doing that. And you know what? You are where you're supposed to be. You're doing what you can. As long as you're working hard on yourself, you're fine. So just put yourself, put those negative social medias away. And um, also with my mind is being able to speak to myself with love and respect. That's a hard one. And also with my mind, it's making sure that I take the appropriate medication, that I don't skip that. And I know that will only be applicable to some people, but yeah, that's a big one for me. Money, you know, I think a big thing is like a boundary is that I limit my purchases. Like, do I really need this? And I'm very impulsive. I chase that high because I, with the chemical structure of my brain, I lack dopamine. And dopamine is basically that, that, um, wow, I'm a nurse and I can't even think that, 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 that chemical in your brain that gives you happiness, you know, that gives you that high. And when I'm, feeling stressed or impulsive or I'm down, I tend to buy things for that instant gratification. And that's something that I've only really become aware of lately. So that's something, that's a boundary that I need to have is limit my purchases. Do I really need this? And I only want to spend money on things that bring me joy. You know, we've all had the times where we've spent money on things that just we regret because we may have done it because let's say we spent so much money on someone for their birthday just because we felt like we needed to, but really put us so far behind in our finances. Or we feel that we need to be that person that buys that person lunch all the time just so that we can be seen as a kind and nice person. If that's going to bring you stress, don't do it, you know. And a big thing is money. I learned this actually from another podcast, but, you know, this could sound maybe a bit hoo-ha, whatever, but everything in life holds energy, every object. And money holds energy. So buy things with love and not guilt. You know, if you truly love something, buy it. If you know that you're going to feel guilty about it, mm, no, don't do it. Mm, no. And then obviously I have a lot of health boundaries that I'm trying 
to stick to. It's still in, 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 in early stages. But big thing is not using food as a coping mechanism or an emotional response. Like I still struggle with that. I struggle with self-sabotage and with food. And that's just because I need that instant gratification. I need that high. And when I get emotional, the first thing I do is reach for food. But that doesn't align with my values. I love to look after myself. I love to be healthy and fit. I I train a lot. I have so much interest in nutrition and health foods and just abusing myself with refined sugar and you know all of that other crap makes me just get into a spiral of self-hatred and that's where you know I just need to honor myself and I need to treat myself with love and respect and not reach for foods for a band-aid and another thing is a boundary for me is having a healthy morning and night routine having a routine you know, I don't like, I don't thrive if that's off, off the pace and don't feel bad if you need a routine. I'd always thought like I wanted to be that girl that's just so laissez-faire and goes with the flow. And I am in many instances, but when it comes to my health and valuing myself, I'm not, I need to set boundaries for myself to look after myself. I need to be quite firm on myself because I just need to parent myself. Basically, (laughs) I need to reparent myself I need to look after myself like I like looking after others. Another another thing is exercise is it's non-negotiable. Exercise brings me releases dopamine, releases the endorphins, makes me happy. I'm very competitive. I love if I could not do sport, oh my goodness, life. Oh, I don't even know. I, I'm not even going to finish that sentence, but you know. Yeah, and then sexual boundaries, I suppose I will go into that more. And sex for me is not a voodoo topic. Uh, If it is for you and you feel offended by it, um, I'm not trying to offend you in any way, but it's an important part of boundaries. We all need sexual boundaries. A boundary that I'm, I'm, I'm setting is that I will only have sex if it's absolutely wanted you know by both parties I'm not going to just do it for the sake of being afraid to say no I'm sorry if my phone's vibrating (laughs) Mm, picked a good time uh to start vibrating in this episode but um yeah no we're just not going to talk about that Francis see look sometimes I don't have a filter honestly so either love me for it or hate me for it I don't give a fuck sex and then another boundary is just clear being clear and concise and communicate with the other person that's a big thing and to feel respected and to know that I'm respected I mean I could go so much more into that but those are the the basics and then time boundaries is saying no to things that don't align with my truth don't align with my authentic self and I'm continuously finding out who, what is the authentic soul of Francis. You know, I'm on self-discovery for that and I always will be, but saying no and if it's not going to align with what I want and what I need. Yeah, and then relationships, I suppose, you know, romantic. I'm talking about romantic relationships. Oh, 
I suppose it could be put into practice for friendships and family and stuff like that. But in relationships, like boundaries are, I don't, I, I, I basically, I want to be respected in different ways, no matter what that may be. I want someone that respects that I try to be healthy and I look after my physical body and my mental body and my soul. I have a boundary of needing a soulful relationship. If I don't feel passion and romance and emotion and being connected with the soul, then that's, I'm not respecting myself. Obviously, you know, I, I, it's important for me to find that and to, to be surrounded by that. So that's a big boundary in one of my, in a relationship for me. I need the relationship to be secure enough to be able to discuss anything, basically emotions, feelings, not hold back. And, and that's a big boundary for me. Um, and I just, uh, yeah. Oh, and another one for a boundary for, for, um, a relationship is that the other party allows me to have my alone time. And I will obviously with these boundaries, you speak them out, but it's sometimes it's okay to need your own time. You know, you need to spend time with yourself and love yourself in order to be the best loving partner that you can be. And your partner or my partner, I'm not putting words in your mouth. Maybe you don't want alone time, but I know that it's important for me to have my alone time because I do get very exhausted with other people's energies. Um, but at the same time in saying that, you know, maybe the right person won't drain your energy, but that's okay. You still need to have alone time and spend time with yourself and truly listen to yourself. Um, so yeah, those are like not an extensive list, but it's, um, the main ones that come to mind for me. I think a good way to learn to set your own boundaries is that, I mean, I personally love journaling and that helps me become clear on things. So maybe this can be like a bit of work for you to take away from this, but I just think in order to set your own boundaries, um, maybe list, uh, actually I learned this. I can't remember who I learned it from, but there's something called the five things method. Um, and if you know where that's from, but I must've read it somewhere, but it's, Basically, you list five things that you'd like people to stop doing around you. So, um, and then list five things you want people to stop doing to you. You know, that could be example, like maybe being rude or inconsiderate or ignoring you. And then list five things that people may learn no longer say to you. Um, and also you need to do a lot of inner work. And obviously these five things is part of an inner work, but in order to set your boundaries, you need to commit to finding out who you truly are 
and what you value and that will also help you find you know your um your boundaries um and you know you may have boundaries already and you don't even know about it and your current boundaries could be um in order to find maybe that you do have some boundaries it's like um just ask you know how much attention do people expect from you at a moment's notice you know if it's if they require like so much attention from from you and they think that they sh- that you should just drop everything for them maybe your boundary on that one isn't too strong but then also do you always make yourself available you know do you answer, for example do you answer the phone no matter what's going on or do you drive past your friend's house the moment that they are in crisis that could not even be crisis um how much praise and acceptance do you receive and how does that make you feel um also why are you popular with your friends that's a big one you know you need to look at that sometimes people are just friends with you to take advantage of what you bring to them so that's you know you need to you need to look at that another big thing in creating a boundary is ask yourself how do you feel after spending time with each friend or or family member honestly reflect on on how you feel you know you might just be keeping up a relationship to be kind or nice to that other person but that if that's not bringing you joy and it's just draining you you know you need to set a boundary and of course as time goes on your boundaries may require updating because you learn new things and maybe your beliefs change and i think you might have to come back and redefine your boundaries um and i think you know maybe a boundary that you could have had or you you what have at the moment is just like i want to please others maybe you can then learn to change it to i value my time and i want to keep some for myself so you know and with all this you have to bear in mind that some people close to you might not be fully supportive um on your attempts to change or to create these boundaries they're used to your old ways of doing things and I suppose, you know, that's something that you can think about, but it's not something that you should worry about too much. Um, the people that respect you and love you, they're always, they're always going to be there no matter what. If you're trying to better yourself and you're trying to love yourself and people turn around and be like, um, that's stupid and you're not, you know, you're not spending enough time with me or you're not giving me enough attention or love, then really like question that relationship do you really need that um and you know sometimes people will object to what you're what you're doing and like expect honestly expect objections nothing's just going to be like yeah whatever you know and i think there's certain tactics to deal with those objections and i suppose you know you just have to be consistent with your new boundaries don't let them like see that you know you say it and then you give in you know otherwise they're just going to stomp all over you and biggest thing is to keep them simple um as well boundaries <laughs> and you can also communicate them simply to them um stay calm don't don't necessarily attack the person because they're just responding in 
at a level of knowledge that they have. Um, don't attack the person, you know, reflect on what's going on, but, you know, create those boundaries. If you need to withdraw from that person in order to stay true to yourself, then, then go for it. And, um, and, and, and a big thing is don't agree to do things that don't feel right. You know, we all have that gut feeling. Respect that gut feeling. Your gut is connected to your heart and your soul. And I know some people might not agree with that and that's fine. I respect that. Um, but yeah, trust that feeling. Um, and once you've established, you know, your strong and clear boundaries, people will give you more respect and, you know, you can be yourself um, without, you know, fearing their judgment and, and you can confidently ask what you really want and what you need. And emotional manipulators that you may have in your life, they will back off um, when you demand respect with your boundaries. And then in their place, you know, sustainable and loving relationships will thrive. And quickly, I found another method. It's um, instead of like the five point method, this is just like um, four things that I found. But Number one is know your limits. So you basically have to clearly define to yourself um, your intellectual, emotional, physical, and spiritual boundaries with uh, the people that you you need you need to um, set boundaries. Um, and then I'm gonna you're gonna hear rustling. I'm sorry. I'm trying to read some notes that I made because your girl can't remember all of this. Um, number two is. Be assertive. Be so damn respectful of yourself and don't be afraid to, you know, assert your own respect to people. I did, I was about to say assert dominance. That's not that's not what we're going for at all. It's just basically being assertive of yourself. Um, you know, you need to follow through with um, your boundaries and that's, you know, assert, basically that's asserting yourself. Yes, you can say it, but you need to follow through with it as well. Um, number three, practice makes perfect. Obviously, you're going to have to continuously over and over and over again, revisit your values, um, revisit your boundaries, put them in place, continuously practice them. And the, in that way, it departs. It helps you depart from your habitual state, so the habits that you've created. It, it helps you move away from them. Um, and... You know, it, how would I put this? It, it helps you value yourself and your needs. And it also helps you realize that you're not being unkind to people just because you're respecting yourself. That's, that's not, not it at all. You, you know, you, you're basically respecting your boundaries, but you're also maintaining your peace, dignity, and self-respect, which in turn creates a better relationship with them. And then, Number four, if all else fails, delete and ignore, you know, you know, if you've voiced your boundaries and you followed them with action and, you know, they still are disrespecting you and you've asserted yourself and you've made it clear that maybe that, you know, you've made it clear to them that you don't feel that they're respecting your boundaries, honestly, I feel like from that point forward, it's okay to ignore any correspondence with that person. You know, you remind yourself of your own worth and no one has the right to make you feel uncomfortable or take your self-defined space away from you. That is 
them being an emotional manipulator or just whatever they are. But yeah, honestly, if you've put in all the work to get to the point um, and you've been strong about it, literally, they don't belong in your life. Simple as that. Okay, I say simple as that. Sometimes it's really hard, but it's some, it's it's needed. You, you Honestly, you need to get rid of things in your life that don't serve you. And if that's a person, that's a person. Yeah, it's the hard truth. I think an important thing to touch on here is maybe work boundaries. And obviously, a lot of the things that I've stated uh, with creating boundaries, you can be used in work. But I think, you know, these are important at work. But at the same time, they can be used in other areas. Um, but I think <laughs> I think it's big because in my case, I did not have strong boundaries in my, well, current job, but for one more day. I actually quit um, and I am moving on to bigger, better things, um, which I'm so excited about. And I have a purpose now and I just, I'm so excited for my future, which I won't go into. But yeah, basically I didn't exactly have very strong boundaries. And then it got to a point where I was just like, this is not serving me and I am leaving. But people can easily be manipulated in a job um, by management, by other employees. Um, Boundaries at work are so important. Yes, you know, so many people under the misconception that they just have to deal with everything that gets slammed into their face because at the end of the day, they're getting paid. You don't realize the damage that that does. Um, just accepting, you know, emotional abuse, accepting physical abuse, whatever it may be for you. You can probably hear my bird tweeting in the background. I apologize. <laughs> it's kind of annoying, actually. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so some boundaries to start with at work, maybe, um, is saying no. Saying no to jobs that you honestly don't want to do or don't have time to do, within reason, obviously. But if you feel that they're, like, you know, playing you, you have the right to say no to certain things, honestly. Um, You know, also say yes to receiving help from other people in in work. In my line of work in nursing, it's huge. You know, teamwork is huge. I know sometimes it's so easy for people to think that, you know, that they want to seem that they know everything and that they're capable of everything. But sometimes, you know, you need help from another person. And that person, you know, you, you're, you're, you're dealing with human life here. Don't be ashamed to ask for help. That's, you know, so to so let yourself ask for help. Um, also, protect your time. Don't overcommit to work just because they are good at manipulating you and saying, oh, like, I think you should take this shift or I think you'd be good here. If you personally know that you shouldn't be doing that shift or shouldn't be doing that, don't do it. Um, And also a big thing is speak up if you feel uncomfortable with how someone is treating you or if your needs are being infringed upon. If you've, if you've stated your needs, um, for a job and it's constantly getting abused, speak up about that, but also take action against that. Um, And 
also in a in jobs it's it's very easy to feel like you have the responsibility of others as well but don't feel guilty you know if they don't perform well i think it's really it's really hard sometimes i think sometimes in in a team environment in work working in a team like if someone lets the team down like don't feel like you're responsible for them you know still love them and everything but don't let your own guilt get in the way of it I suppose I touched on it slightly before but before wow my accent changed there (laughs) Um, but I guess I want to dive deeper into sexual boundaries I'm not going to delve too deep into this because I know that it's a sensitive topic and I want to keep the peace, but at the same time, it's something that I value and I think that it's important and I accept everyone. I just want to say like, I accept everyone, no matter their sexual orientation or sexual practices. You know, I'm not, I'm definitely not one to judge others on their sexual practices because personally, I think it's not for anyone to judge sex is a personal and beautiful thing and and people experience it as they please people have individual desires personal reasons different values needs and wants some people have sex for marriage uh, sorry some people save sex for marriage some people don't have it at all some people have it in relationships and you know some people choose to have it casually all are okay you're in control of that side and we're all a little different in the sexual realm of things. And that's totally okay. You know, if it aligns with your personal values um, and no one else's, go for it. You know, if you're respecting yourself and whatever sexual practice you're doing, then that's fine. Go for it. But I do want to obviously be some form of parent here. And, you know, please don't do things that are unsafe and Put you in the way of harm and I won't go deeper into that but I, I think you will know <laughs> um but this is where sexual boundaries come into play you know there's there's no one size fits all boundary when it when it comes to sex sex is an emotional act of intimacy your emotions and feelings are so precious so respect them and listen to them And, you know, also in saying this, some people can easily tolerate casual sex without harming themselves. They don't do it for self-justification or acceptance. They just purely enjoy it and they don't get emotionally harmed. But if you are a person that finds that, you know, you're basically just having sex for that justification or that acceptance, um, or also you just are too afraid to say no because you just want to be kind all the time. Mm, That's, you know, that's when you know that maybe casual sex isn't your thing. Um, But you find yourself. No one else can tell you what you like, what you dislike, what aligns with you. You figure that out. But basically say no when you don't want it. You know, it can be so damaging if you just do it to please another person. It, It takes two to tango and and if you want it to be a beautiful tango, respect yourself and the other person and 
act accordingly and once again have the confidence to be assertive if you don't want it or if you're not enjoying it or if you're not you know you're just not feeling comfortable be assertive and I suppose very often people crave intimacy due to experiencing poor feelings of self-worth they they feel that if another person can accept them sexually then they are valuable and worthy I'm I'm here to tell you and like like this genuinely makes me really upset like I'm I'm generally like holding back tears here but you know I'm here to tell you that that's not the case you don't need you don't get your value or your worthiness from someone accepting you sexually you know sex is not a quick fix it's not a band-aid if you're having sex with multiple people to gain acceptance like please know that you are worth it even without sex from others I I, honestly I feel like this needs to be a whole other episode because it's a topic that I am so passionate about and so emotionally invested in and I just feel like it deserves a whole episode to itself um but yeah I'm very passionate about it so I promise to do an in-depth episode on it but yeah basically sexual boundaries are so important Um, but I came across um, someone called Dr. Aziz um, and he's a clinical psychologist but he does a lot of work in you know creating your own confidence Um, and he actually has a book that I've just started reading but it's basically just called Not Nice it's 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 about stopping people pleasing and how to say no. Um, and he, a big thing that he went into, um, you know, from a physiological point of phys- psychological point of view, um, is that nice people have a lot of issues related to their autonomic nervous system um and that's basically because as i said before like niceness requires a lot of suppression of your own truth and desires which can actually then cause feelings whether you are aware of it or not of you know frustration anger resentment none of them are nice feelings and then that nice person then pushes them down which then causes internal stress which then obviously is linked to their autonomic nervous system um, and it becomes fear-based. You know, they make, they're nice because they fear rejection or they fear being unkind to that person. But then also that can lead to avoidance. So avoidance can be more hurtful to others in the long term. And, and also avoidance it tears you up inside. Like I'm saying an example of avoidance is like, you know that you need to say something to someone that could be come across as unkind or unnice, but it's required. And then you just avoid, avoid it. So you don't send that text back or you don't call that person back. And then you just leave that person hanging, which look in the long term is probably a little bit more rude than just being outright honest and saying it. Um, But 
Dr. Aziz also touches on, you know, he's really strong in saying that, you know, it's safe and it's okay to have boundaries. And basically everyone around you will benefit from you having boundaries and all of your relationships will be enhanced as you become more authentically you and you become bold and assertive. Like, I'll be honest with you, the times that I feel most uncomfortable is when I feel like I'm going to let someone down. And, and, you know, any form of text or call of knowing that I'm letting someone down, it's literally torture for me. I feel terrible, but it's that's something I'm working on. That's something that I'm just like, no, Francis, you need to put yourself first. You, you know, you're letting yourself down if you're not letting someone else down. You know what I mean? And you're the most important person right now. Simple as that. <laughs> you need to be your authentic self. Um, just like the, you know, the, what even is the word? The title of my podcast, The Authentic Soul. I think it fits in quite well, if you uh, don't mind me saying. But basically, you're not, you're never going to get there or get boundaries if you're continuously people pleasing. And, and, and you're never going to get to your authentic self. That's what we want. We want to cons- consistently strive to be our most authentic soul. And it's, you know, if you're if you're continuously people-pleasing, obviously you're absorbing things that don't serve you and you're hung up on little things that you're using your energy, but it could be used in, you know, other things. And this is where you need to be more bold and be more assertive. And I suppose something that I learned from Dr. Aziz, because I wanted, you know, uh, psychological, a clinical psycho- psychologist's point of view or um, knowledge, and he he put out basically a list of what you need to do in order. And it's like to be more bold, you need to make a fundamental decision to be less nice. <laughs> so know that it's not bad or immoral uh, or hurtful to be less nice basically you know it's just that you're being more authentically you and being more bold and then once you've made that decision do those things you know that that uh, might be uncomfortable for you at the time whether that's difficult conversations or stating something you know we that's all personalized then you have to do the action (laughs) so you work through the stuff And that's where it comes with repetition and reflection. You just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And it's so liberating. It's so liberating. And just honestly, just look how you blossom and move into your authenticity and the different positions that life offers you. It's just, yeah, he just puts it into such such a strong power position, you know, being bold and not being nice, you know, and not being nice is not a bad thing as I've said but yeah it's you basically have to have self-love and freedom in order to have those boundaries and to be more bold and to be assertive and you want to fall in love with yourself you know honestly what's it like to fall in love with yourself you know if you neglect yourself that shines to how you treat others and if you you know, you're constantly trying to people please or, you know, you don't have boundaries because you're trying to people please. It's, you're you're just going to neglect yourself and you're going to be down and then you're not going to treat the people like you want to. 
you know, so don't neglect yourself. That's where it starts. And uh, it's, it's just, it's such a discovery process, this whole figuring out your barriers and boundaries and, and your self-love and all of those things, because you just, in order to self-love, you know, you need to reflect on your own values and make authentic decisions. You need to connect with yourself and you need to know who you are. It's just so beautiful and interesting and continuously ask yourself, who am I really? What do I want? You know, that's basically how you figure out your boundaries is consciously ask yourself, what do I want? Um, and when you're, when you're asking that self, you, you tend to make more informed and intelligent actions and you just repeat and repeat and repeat and commit to conquering the uncomfortable there there is an authentic you to find and that you know comes through self-discovery and spending time inwards and reflect on yourself and allow yourself to create boundaries and protect your authentic self in order to find you yeah oh wow I'm so passionate (laughs) I'm honestly I'm learning so much from this but yeah I I don't really know what else I can cover and I hope that you've learnt like things from this but yeah I I just I want you to know that creating boundaries is yes challenging but it is so liberating and so required and there's so many boundaries that I'm working on at the moment. Big thing for me was for work. You know, I said to them, bye, you're not, I'm just, honestly, it wasn't, it wasn't aligned to what I wanted in life. And I was so exhausted and working so much in a job that didn't fulfill me, which meant that I wasn't doing things that make me happy, which in turn obviously is going to get me into a negative spiral. And so I was bold and I took action and I quit. And I'm not saying that all of you need to quit your job <laughs> by no means, but I'm just saying that that was something, you know, I self-love boundaries that I was in a job just for the money and I wasn't feeling fulfilled at all. And I basically just had to demand respect on myself and say that this isn't serving me. I'm not loving myself. I'm not, I don't feel free at all. I don't feel like I'm in line with anything. I'm not, don't have time to be creative or to truly work on myself. Um, and to me, that's important. I, I couldn't, I didn't have a routine because I was doing a lot of um, community work. So my shifts were just honestly all over the place. And we know how important a routine is for me. And, you know, that's okay. I just need to make sure that I get a job with routine. But also, I also need to keep working on creating coping mechanisms to deal with something that maybe is unexpected because life is unexpected and nothing's going to go to plan every day. Uh, you know what I mean? But yeah, I just hope that, you know, you are able to identify what boundaries you need in order to be your most authentic self and your happiest self, because that's all I want for you is to be happy. And I know that you can be, and I know that you can be content and fulfilled and it comes with, discovering yourself and loving yourself and and a big thing is also like it's not selfish you know it's 
you know, it's, it's not selfish. Self, a big thing that I always remember is self-care is not selfish. You know, people that say that it's selfish, they just don't understand it. Honestly, don't even give, you know, don't think about what it is. But, you know, sometimes if you're not selfish, then you're sacrificing yourself, which is toxic in its own way. Um, you know, so sometimes you need to be selfish in order to be the best person to someone else. So I don't think that's selfish at all. You know, you're, you're making an informed and correct decision for yourself in order to be the best version of yourself for yourself, as well as the people in your life. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm so glad that I was so passionate to sit down and do this, this podcast. Like I feel so warm and I feel I feel what's the word I'm looking for I feel accomplished um that I've actually sat down and done something that's good for me this brings me so much joy and I honestly hope that it brings value to you because that's all I could ever ask for and you know once again I just um I'm sending you so much love and just, it just, you know, if you want any specific topic, um, message me on Instagram, Francie underscore J. Um, I will actually break my no social media thing probably, uh, just tonight to put on, you know, on the socials that I've uploaded a new podcast, but I won't stay on it. I just want to do that to get it out there. Um, but yeah, just let, honestly, let me know. Um, and I will take it into consideration, but yeah, I hope that you like this and be sure to share it with people that you're close to and, um, subscribe to my Spotify channel or whatever channel you're listening to this on. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you soon.